Lots of crazy stuff has been happening. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. All right, people. I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh... Like I said before, a lot of crazy stuff's been happening, but let's get into these plugs first. All right, so if you're listening to The Frankie D Show on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to that. So smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, ding the bell, do what you gotta do in order to uh, follow me on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening on <clears throat> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, any of those, make sure you subscribe to me on there, give me a... Uh, comment or five stars or whatever you could do on there and if you want to follow the frankie d show on social media it's at the frankie d show on twitter and instagram sound good people man i I get on freaking throat goes on me i don't know got like not a cough but i don't know a tickle in my Wrote, I got this. Fr- I hope it's not making too much noise. The freaking thing where I am, it, I wasn't going all day. Now it's making a noise. So uh, sorry if uh, you hear anything. Hopefully that turns off in a few minutes. How unprofessional of me. My God. Okie dokes. And uh, <clears throat> write in the chat if you want to call in later. I'll check that before I end the show and I'll take some call ins. If anyone would like to come in. I think everyone that's been uh, coming back and coming back, whether it's to the live streams or to the um, the recordings. You know, it, it's a funny thing. When I was doing college radio and stuff, I really, you know, and I still, I love being live. It, it's a great feeling. But with the new kind of, I don't know, age of being live, where you kind of got to be on like a social media platform like YouTube. And, and you don't get me wrong, I... YouTube's cool and stuff, but uh, it has a different feeling, and sometimes when I do see my views go up on the apps like Apple and Spotify and stuff like that, I'm like, wow, like this is podcasting, but I like being live, so don't worry, I'm still going to be live because, you know, it's just the way I like to do a show. Okay, that was kind of uh, unnecessary to talk about, but I said it, whatever. I know. All right. Let's get into some stuff. I don't really have any information on this. I saw it today. I'm sure a lot of people saw this today. Uh, <clears throat> Alec Baldwin accidentally killed someone. That's not good. I hear he was on the uh, set of a movie. And he shot a gun and there was like an actual bullet in it or something. That has to be a terrible feeling to actually kill someone. On, you know, on accident. Some people are blaming it on him. Some people are blaming it on the gun. I'm thinking... It uh, clearly wasn't the gun's fault because the gun didn't shoot itself. And I don't really blame it on Alec, honestly, because I feel like they should have had a professional there that knew how to, you know, work a gun and know what was actually going to be inside the gun and stuff like that. Um, You know, that his job is to be an actor. If they wanted him to know what to do with the gun, they should have gotten him training. Correct? So, <clears throat> that's a big mess right now. Like I said, it's not one of my, like, topics for today. 
I just brought it up. I saw it happen before uh, and just figured I'd talk about it for a quick second. But, like I said, that's really all I have on it. So, if you guys didn't know that, Alec Baldwin accidentally killed someone today. So, that sucks for him. That really sucks for the person that died. Alright, let's go on to some other stuff, though. Find more information on that, talk about it longer, but I really don't. So, uh, first thing I'm going to talk about today is Hooters. For, it was like, I don't know, a week ago or something, I saw that Hooters was, uh, they were changing the shorts to make them a lot shorter. Now I see that they've changed their mind on that. They got a lot of backlash. For that. They should have known they were going to get backlash for that. How could they have thought, you know, in the, you know, the time period we're in, that if they made a change into making something more sexual, that people aren't going to throw a hissy fit and be like, that is so disrespectful towards women. Personally, I think Hooters could do whatever the hell they want. It's their fucking restaurant. If the woman don't want to wear the fucking shorts, you know, they could just, you know, quit. They don't got to fucking stay there. That's really, you know, I, I don't know. Like, Hooters, clearly they changed because people were unhappy. I don't know if they did that because their actual employees were unhappy and they're like, oh, well, we don't want our employees to be unhappy. Or if they were unhappy because they thought, uh, or, or if they made the change because they thought they were going to lose business. But either way, now they're going back to uh, their old shorts. I don't know. Personally, I actually, after looking at them, I like the old shorts better. I got to be honest with you because, I don't know, the new ones just looked uncomfortable. I can't look at a chick that looks uncomfortable. That literally looks like she's getting a wedgie and be like, oh, that that looks attractive. Even though I'm not saying they look bad in them. They still look hot in them. But I would say that, you know, the old shorts are fine. They, they probably did, you know, they probably did. They, I guess, thought it was going to bring in more money. They were like, oh, we'll make these chicks look a little sexier or something. But, I don't know, I say if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? But, then again, I don't really care either way. <laughs> if they keep wearing the same, if they, if they kept wearing the new shorts, I'd be like, hell yeah. Shorty shorts look good. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. They should have made it optional, honestly. Like, they should have brought so many of these shorts and said to the women, hey, if you want to wear these, you can, but you don't have to. Because, I don't know. Like I was saying the other week with the Halloween episode, I, you know, when I was talking about how girls, like, have said they like to dress slutty on Halloween, slutty and sexy on Halloween. They clearly like to dress slutty, so they need an excuse. Now, this was an excuse if the bosses are saying, hey, you got to wear these shorts. But the other thing is, Women don't like to feel forced into doing, you know, things that are deemed, like, sexual. So they're like, well, fuck you. I don't want to be dressing in these really short shorts going up my ass just because you people are telling me to. Now, if they made it optional now, I wouldn't doubt there'd be some women that would keep wearing them. They'd be like, well, fuck yeah. Now it is optional. It gives me an excuse. And I could probably make some more tips uh, wearing these little skimpy things. But there's going to be people, uh, because they didn't start out as optional, there are going to be people that, even if they made them optional now, they're just not going to because they don't want to look like hypocrites. You know, if they made it optional and then these women started wearing them, it's like, wait, weren't you the same women complaining about these shorts? 
I'm curious how many of these Hooter chicks actually complained. I, I didn't really uh, look into the statistics on it, but was it like a small amount, but then the media ran wild with it, or was it majority of them? You know, you get you got to wonder. Like I said, I think, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it should be optional. If they bring these shorts out, it's like, well, yeah, if you want to wear these, you know, shorter shorts up your ass, and you think it'll give you more tips and make more money for the company, go for it. But we also want you to be comfortable, and you have already been wearing these other short shorts for a long time, so you can keep wearing them too. We know they make us money. You got to wonder how much money that the Hooters owners thought these new shorts were going to bring in. Sorry to say. I got an article on it. We'll see what uh, the article says about it. Let's see. So Hooters reverses policy on new skin tight skimpy bottoms after staff pushed back against the tiny panties. Uh, So it is saying that... uh, the staff pushed back. Hey, people don't like change. I really, I, I want to know what the uh, difference would be if they never forced these. If they weren't like, hey, you have, we're getting new shorts and new uniforms. You got to wear these, you know, new skimpy uh, bottoms. You know, I, I really want to know what would happen if they just brought these new skimpy bottoms and they're like, hey, if you want to wear them, you can. If you don't, I, I just want to know. What, if it would have made headlines at all, if literally no one would have started wearing them, if some people, or if a lot of people would have. I, I'm very curious what it would have been like. I, I, I really don't think that would have made the news as in, uh, you know, like it did now, because, you, you know, they wouldn't have been forcing them uh, to do it. So let's see. This article says, Hooters has reversed the policy for new skin-tight, skimpy bottoms after... Backlash from waitresses who were fur- furious about the tiny panties. The new derriere-bearing hot pants were introduced this month by the infamous restaurant. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, which has built a salacious reputation on ample-chested women serving uh, dinners in plunging t-shirts. I mean, when you go to Hooters, you know what you're going for. Let, you know, let's be for real. But viral posts by staff on social media have called the new shorts pornographic with one waitress writing, love my job, but don't love wearing undies to work. I mean, don't they kind of already wear undies to work? I mean, how much shorter did these shorts really get? I have I saw the pictures. I mean, they're, they're noticeably shorter, but it's not like their other shorts were very long or anything. Pornographic. I don't know if these people have ever seen porn, but... Uh, Usually in porn, all the clothes come off. Uh, In a statement to Business Insider, Hooters said, As we continue to listen and update the image of the Hooters girls, we are clarifying that they have the option to choose from traditional uniforms or the new ones. Okay, wait, wait. Let Let me reread that real quick. Hooters said, As we continue to listen and update the image of the Hooter girls, we are clarifying that they have the option to choose from traditional uniforms or the new ones. Okay, so there is an option, at least now, 
I don't know if this was uh, to start with. There's an option to keep wearing the traditional uniforms. I'm going to guess that's new. I'm going to guess they didn't start with that because if they started with that, that would be very stupid for uh, the news to run wild with this. Now, again, this is just one of the uh, stupid Daily Mail articles, but I do I did hear this from... Uh, I saw this was being talked about in a bunch of different places. But this is saying that there is an option now. And if there's an option, what the fuck are these people complaining about? There's an option. Keep wearing your fucking traditional ones and just make sure that uh, they, you know, they they don't permanently change. They're clear. I don't think they're going to permanently change at this point. They already see a backlash right now. Uh, This says they can determine which style of shorts best fits their body and personal image. All right, so I'm seeing uh, the new shorts here. They really, they, they look like, uh, I don't know, you know, you know how kind of like the old bikini bottoms looked in like, I don't know, in like the 90s or something? It kind of looks like that. I feel like new bikini bottoms, they kind of look like, I don't know, smaller. But when you see like the ones in the 90s and stuff, they kind of looked like they had like bigger bottoms for the woman. I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, but that's kind of what it looks like to me. Yeah, they they definitely don't look like shorts. They're they're clearly more uh, clearly noticeably shorter. You could definitely see more of their tuchus in here. The other ones, you know, go down a little bit. You get you guys gotta just Google new Hooter shorts to uh, see what I'm talking about. Um. Okay. So they're they're comparing. Like the new ones have more. I guess kind of like a let's say a V shape maybe and the other ones look just like regular shorty shorts but again I mean some of these women might be trying to use this to their advantage some of these shorts though for the uh, big bottomed women the old ones even kind of look like the new ones just because their butts are already so big and the new ones are almost looking like thongs just because their butts are already so big that these new ones are just going up their ass. Uh, let's see. While the chain's previous uniform did also feature very short shorts, a number of the eatery staff members say they always felt comfortable in the designs because their buttocks were completely covered. So this is what I'm supposed to be wearing, and I hate it. 22-year-old Hooters bartender uh, Kirsten Songer said while modeling her new uniform from her TikTok followers... I I wonder if uh, when now when they're hiring new people, if they were like, All right, we're going to be having like an after hours thing after like I I don't know what time Hooters is open till, but let's say after like ten o'clock, these are uh, what the women would be wearing. Would you be comfortable wearing these? And if the woman said yes, then I mean like that's kind of on them. I'm not saying that's what they're going to do, but clearly I don't know who you know. Hooters clearly wants to make some sort of change, trying to make it more, uh, even though it's already like an adult-type restaurant, but more adult and more sexy, and they want to make it more of like a sexual place. I guess they think that'll bring in more money. Uh, Let's see. The new black shorts, they do not have a bottom. They have a crotch string. So they sit like this. Oh, look, a wedgie. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't feel comfortable really looking at a chick with a wedgie while she's working. I I would feel bad for her if it was noticeably a wedgie. 
Uh, there is no longer anything covered by these shorts, and this is what the problem with the new shorts is. This is why all of the Hooter girls are upset, because this is not what I agreed to wear a year ago when I was hired. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, too. If, if they said to the new girls, this is what you're going to be wearing, then I guess like the new chicks would have the option. But I understand the aggravation with the old chicks. And like I said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. I don't think anyone was upset with what the Hooter girls were wearing. I, for one, you know, seeing the old uniforms, am very happy with what they were wearing. And the, the new ones are not going to make me run over seeing what they look like. So, I don't know. Keep the women happy, Hooters. Just just leave them alone. Keep, it out, keep their uniforms at what they were. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kirsten, who earned a viral fame in July when she posted a series of videos detailing how she fakes ample cleavage for her job despite having an AA cup breast, tried on both her old shorts and her new to make clear the differences in the design, noting that while the original pair could not be considered demure, they covered much more skin that that the updated version. As far as the shorts go, We have orange shorts and we have black shorts, she explained. The orange shorts are if you're waitressing on the floor and they tend to run a little bit bigger. The bartender then tried on her old orange shorts while turning around in front of the camera to show off the fit before then putting on the new design. In another video, the TikTok famous Hooter girls joked that she was tempted to quit her job over the uniform change, explaining in her caption that she had seen other TikToks about the shorts, but was still stunned to discover just how small they really are. I got mine today, and this is wild, she wrote before reassuring her followers. I didn't actually quit. Don't worry. Well, yeah, that'd be a shame if she quit. Damn, they are showing these chicks in their old uniforms. Man, these chicks are looking fucking sexy. I, I, damn, I wish they had some names and numbers on here. Got two hot brunettes and two hot blondes. Hooters, what a nice restaurant. Now, this chick is, like, modeling in these new shorts. She seems to be liking them on TikTok. I don't know if she's really liking them, but she's definitely, uh, I don't know, like they say, if you gotta flaunt it, and she is fucking flaunting it. That must be, um, that must be that Kirsten chick, right? She's looking nice. Um... Then we've got this chick showing how she makes her cleavage look, and she's showing the new shorts. Okay. I think that uh, is enough for that article. So, you know, we know these Hooter chicks are now, it's, it seems like it is the uh, average Hooter chick is upset that they have to wear these, <coughs> these new shorts. And I guess you can't blame them, right? I don't think anyone would be happy with a uniform change, especially if uh, they're making you show your ass. Man, they're showing a picture of an older Hooters chick here. Model Lynn Austin was the first ever to wear the now infamous uniform after a restaurant co-founder spotted her in a bikini contest. Everyone, go look up Model Lynn Austin. Sexy as hell. Man, she really is a good-looking chick. She's still around these days? I mean, you know, is she still modeling? Well, I think I... Now I think I know what I'm going to be looking up after this. 
Alrighty. All right, so that's enough of uh, that article. So these Hooter chicks, they do not want to be in the uh, new shorts. If I got to put uh, my two cents in here, Hooters, I guess you already got the shorts. Keep it optional, but uh, let them keep wearing their uh, regular shorts. <laughs> it's like if they really want to wear the new ones, sure, let them wear them. If they think it makes more tips, let, you know, let them wear them. In general, next time you got to buy a new thing of shorts, go back to the original. They'll make these women feel uncomfortable. They're too, they're too hot. Let them feel comfortable and keep working there so they don't quit. Okay, I'm going to go on uh, to the next topic now. You know, this is I get this is going to be like a very uh, sexual, I guess, podcast today. All these topics are about uh, sexual stuff, really. So the next uh, topic I'm going to talk about. I talked about something similar the other week. I, I talk a lot about the teachers banging their male students, and don't worry, we're going to get to one of those. The next one, though, is about a therapist that's accused of uh, doing it with her patient. Now, I think I talked about a therapist doing it with her patient the other week. This one's even more uh, interesting. This one is a uh, little girl-on-girl action. It was a female therapist that apparently was banging her... F- a female patient in her office. Uh, And from what I understand, the chick was in rehab, the one that she was banging. It wasn't just like a regular patient. So uh, the woman's name is Christina Dual. Dual? Dual? We'll go with Dual. Um, So yeah, let's get into uh, this story. So, therapist is accused of exploiting female patient. She was treating for drug and alcohol addiction and having sex with her three to five times a week in her office. Damn. Again, another silly uh, Daily Mail article. Okay, so let's see. A former therapist in, I have no clue how to pronounce this part of Wisconsin, Waukesha, we'll go with Waukesha, Wisconsin has been charged with a felony exploitation of one of her previous clients with whom she shared a sexual relationship. 42-year-old Christina Dual stands accused of having a sexual relationship from December 2020 until summer 2021 with a female client who was receiving treatment from Dual as part of a court-ordered rehabilitation program for alcohol and drug addiction. You gotta wonder what made them start hooking up. Like, they're doing these therapy sessions, and who was the one to put the first move on the other. You got to wonder what sparked that connection where they were like, I think we should start having sex right now, right in my office. Um, let's see. The victim who had come into contact with Dual via Waukesha, Waukesha, uh, County's drug treatment court said she and Dual would engage in sexual acts about three to five times a week at Dual's office after therapy sessions often putting a do not disturb sign on the door. Damn. I mean, was there no screaming and moaning like the do not disturb sign did enough? According to the criminal complaint, Dual is also accused of manipulating or influencing her client by changing her treatment plans whenever their relationship became strained. Damn. 
This story is insane. Uh, so they're showing a picture of the therapist now. Christina Duval 42, and she has got mad crazy in her eyes. It's actually just kind of scary to look at this picture of her. Mad crazy. Now, there's one under it where, you know, she's not, it's where it's not a mugshot. And, you know, so she looks more normal, yet you could still see the crazy in those eyes. Duval, a former employee of Wakesha County Health and Human Services, first appeared in court last Friday where her bond was set at $50,000. According to her victim and former client, the pair would regularly engage in sexual activities at Duval's office, but the relationship quickly spilled over into each of their homes. The victim also alleged to law enforcement that the pair would have sex while Duval provided counseling services to other clients over the phone. Damn multitasker we got here. The manipulative relationship was first brought to the attention of the authorities in early August by a witness and former sponsor of the victim who said Duval's client expressed concern that her treatment program was repeatedly altered whenever the pair were fighting or not getting along in their personal relationship. Were these chicks, like, lesbians to begin with? And, like, that's why they put them together where they're, like, Oh, like maybe they'll be able to relate more and then they started hooking up or did they not know either of them or are either of them not even gay and they just found some attraction to each other and they're like, hey, I, I think we should start making out and then doing it. Uh, the witness told detectives that she had also spent years receiving treatment from Dual but chose to stop receiving therapy because Dual began referring to another client during their sessions. All right, there is... Uh, all right, we're towards the end of this <clears throat> article. Just see what it says here. The witness said she seized treatment because she was worried that Dual would breach confidentiality and share personal information from their sessions with other clients. Detectives later reviewed some of Dual's social media account posts and found multiple references to relationships with a client for which she ultimately lost her job at Waukesha County Health and Human Services. Damn, this, this chick, I'll freaking tell you, she really... Oh, man, she really is going to be in trouble. Um, in the posts and comments, Dual insisted she maintained a professional relationship but later chose love over ethics, which was wrong of me. In August 2021, Dual then filed a temporary restraining order against the victim. Why'd she do that? Describing her as an ex-girlfriend responsible for Dual losing her job with the Waukesha County. It sounds like it was kind of your, you're, you're the doctor. It sounds like it's kind of your fault. How, why did you start hooking up with your patient in the first place? Choosing love over ethics. Come on. In voluntary in a voluntary interview, the detectives with the detectives, the criminal complaint states Dual admitted that uh, to her sexual relationship with the victim, but alleged that she had only agreed to the relationship because she didn't want to jeopardize the victim's recovery. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Dual is expected to return to court later today for another hearing. Well, she'll be returning to court, but she definitely won't be returning to uh, the therapy profession. Oh, man. Well, that's kind of a crazy story. Imagine going to uh, your therapist and just start hooking up with them. It's like, you know what? I think therapy's working out for me. I think I think we better start on making these sessions more often. That is uh, some crazy stuff going on. You gotta wonder, too, has this always been going on in the therapy profession? 
like, I'm sure to some extent, like, here and there, but, like, I read a story about, you know, a therapist hooking up with, wasn't he, was it a 15-year-old or something? I don't even know. That could have been a teacher one. But a therapist was hooking up with someone a, a couple weeks ago, I remember reading. Uh, now this story. It seems like I'm seeing a, more therapy stories now. So you got to wonder, has this been happening for a long time, like, in bigger numbers than we realize? I feel like it's kind of like swingers. I, I really didn't realize how many swingers there were. And now, like, I found out that there's a way bigger number than people realize, which is really weird. Not weird that, you know, they could do whatever they want, but it's just weird. Like, like you just don't know. You know, you don't know who, you know, what's really going on outside uh, your normal life. It's kind of, that's just the weird part. Gotta wonder, I keep saying you gotta wonder, but you really do gotta wonder, like, right now, how many therapists are banging their patients? How many of these therapists should get their licenses taken away because they're doing unethical work? Who knows? Okay, I'm going to uh, take a quick trivia break. Sound good, people? Thank God the uh, computer seems to be working better. Today. Okay. Hold on. This should work now. All right. Trivia break. So I've got five different questions for five different categories. I'll start this off by reading off each category. Then I'll read each trivia question twice. After I go through all the trivia questions twice, I will then go through the answers. If you get any of the questions correct, here's a special congratulations from me, Frankie D. And if you get any of the trivia questions incorrect, then who really gives a crap? We're not playing for prizes. And the categories are movies, history, math, games, and music. All right, the first question, the category is movies. The 2001 movie Black Hawk Down was set against a true conflict between the USA And the warlords in which African country? Again, the 2001 movie Black Hawk Down was set against a true conflict between the USA and the warlords in which African country? Alright, going on to the next question. The category is history. What What were Little Boy and Fat Man? Again, what were Little Boy and Fat Man? Going on to the next question. The category is math. What is the angle in degrees between the hands of a clock at 1 o'clock? Again, what is the angle in degrees between the hands of a clock at 1 o'clock? There's a lot of people that have probably, you know, the younger people that have never even seen an analog clock before. They've only seen digital clocks on iPhones and stuff. So I'm expecting uh, maybe some younger people to not get that question. Okie dokes, on to the next question. The category is games. How many dice are used in the game of Yahtzee? Again... How many dice are used in the game of Yahtzee? I think that's a pretty easy one, even though I used to play that uh, handheld Yahtzee game a lot. However, I do remember when I first got a 
an iPod Touch back in the day. I had Yahtzee on my iPod Touch. Okay, that's enough of me. Going on to the next question. The category is music. Who sang Walk on the Wild Side in 1973? Again, who sang Walk on the Wild Side in 1973? Pretty good song. Alright, let's go through these answers now. So the first question was, the category was movies. The 2001 movie Black Hawk Down was set against a true conflict between the USA and the warlords in which African country? The answer was Somalia. The next question, the category was history. The question was, what were Little Boy and Fat Man? And the answer is, uh, the two atomic bombs dropped on Japan. Atomic bombs, nuclear bombs, whatever you want to go by. I actually did not know they were uh, referred to as that. Okay, next question. Uh, The category was math. What is the angle in degrees between the hands of a clock at 1 o'clock? The answer is 30 degrees. The next question, the category was games. How many dice are used in the game of Yahtzee? The answer to that is five. And the last question, the category was music. Who sang Walk on the Wild Side in 1973? And the answer to that is Lou Reed. He also sang Perfect Day or It's Such a Perfect Day. Something like that. Good singer. Okay. That is all the questions I have for this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the trivia. If you have anything else you want me to do on these breaks, instead of just doing trivia breaks, let me know, people. Give me some feedback. Just to break up some time while I go take a pee and stuff. Alright. Until then, it is time to get back to the ship. Alright, people, I am back. Hope you enjoyed the uh, trivia. Alright, going on to uh, my last big topic here. Sticking with uh, the sexual content. So, you know, I, like, I've talked about it many times. One of, my, one of the things I find most interesting to read about, a teacher hooking up with her male student. Got a hot... Not they're not even always hot, but hot uh, female teacher hooking up with the uh, young male student. So this one happened. It looks like quite some time ago. Woman's actually dead now. Uh, there's a teacher named Mary K. I don't even know how to pronounce her last name. Laterno. I think it's Laterno. Um. So apparently, before she died, she was saying she had like deep remorse for raping her student, the twelve year old, and getting pregnant with his kid when he was 14. I think rape's kind of a harsh word for her. Especially since they ended up getting married later on. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. I guess we got to read a little bit more into the story. Uh, 12 is very young. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But, uh... Was she banging him at 12? I mean, I guess she did say rape. I don't know. It's just like... Like I've said before, if that was a 12-year-old girl and a male teacher was having sexual relations with her, that guy, I think, would have to be locked up forever. But this case, it's like, 
Clearly, that teacher had something else going on in her mind. But that kid definitely really wanted it. Let you know. Let's be for real. Um. So yeah, I mean, she apparently before she died, she said she was feeling remorse, but she got pregnant with the dude's kid at when he was fourteen. Looks like they started hooking up when he was twelve. Then she, when she finally does get sent to jail for it, they get married when she gets out of jail. I think maybe the fact that they didn't work out—that's why she's like, "Wait, fuck! Why did I go through all that trouble for me and this kid to not work out?" I don't know. That kid must have been loving life. Like that really is like the real life version of. Uh, that Adam Sandler movie, That's My Boy, with uh, Andy, Andy Samberg and Adam Sandler. That kid must have been loving life. Got himself a hot teacher. And like I saw pictures of her. She was a good-looking chick. Beforehand, you know, if, like let's say she was a 7 as a regular woman. She had to be uh, an 8 as a, t- as a teacher. So, uh, good for that kid. Apparently, though, she did die from a... Nine, a nine-month battle with colon cancer. She was 58 years old. So, that sucks. Sounds like she lived a uh, pretty crazy life, banging her student, and then getting sent to jail. Not, then it doesn't, her marriage doesn't work with the kid. And then she dies at 58. Doesn't sound like uh, that fun, but Guess we need some more information on her. I, I really, I like. I, there has to be like a freaking movie about this woman now. I, I want to know more about her. All right, let's see uh, what the article says. I want to know if I think it was worth it for her. It couldn't have been worth it. Um. Okay. So, last silly Daily Mail article. Teacher Mary Kay Letourneau spent final days sharing deep remorse for raping student 12 and getting pregnant with him when he was 14 as she lied dying of cancer, friend says. Um, let's see. Former school teacher Mary Kay Letourneau gained international notoriety for raping a 12-year-old student and later marrying him felt deep remorse on her deathbed for sexually assaulting the preteen. Letourneau began reflecting on the inappropriate relationship with Vili Fial... Jeez, I cannot pronounce some of these names. Uh, Fuale? That's probably not it, but we'll go Fuale. After being diagnosed with terminal cancer last year, a friend claimed, at the end of your life, you start reassessing a lot of things, uh, the friend told people. She was trying to make her peace, not only with everyone else, but herself. The friend told people that she received a letter from the disgraced teacher about a month and a half before she died in July 2020. Eternal wrote dozens of letters while terminally ill to a ton of her... To atone for her actions, uh, the outlet said. Man, she did look a lot different when uh, in 1996 and she did in uh, this other picture here as she got older. 
The former Seattle middle school teacher died after a quiet nine-month battle with stage four colon cancer. She was 58. The bottom line was that she understood on a very deep level that she had really made a mess of her life and the lives of many people back in 1996, said the friend. You get, I, keep, I said before, you got to wonder, what made her so attracted to this kid? Was it like, like, was he like flirting with her? And she was like, wow, no one ever really flirts with me. Did she just think he was a really handsome 12-year-old? Like, the kid was probably old enough to be her son, right? Um, she realized that even though things turned out relatively good, that she was responsible for a wide swath of destruction by her actions. She apologized to a lot of people for a lot of things. Seeing all these uh, pictures... Oh, man, she's crying here. She broke down in court after she was ordered to prison for seven and a half years for defying the order. Let's see. Letourneau made headlines around the world in 97 when the then 34-year-old teacher and mother of four... Oh, man, she was a mother... Man, her kids must have been, like, so disgusted with her. They must have been like, Mom, what the hell is wrong with you? Um, Mother of four, wait, <clears throat> let's see. Teacher and mother of four was found to be having an abusive sexual relationship with the then uh, 12-year-old and 6th grade student, uh, Vili Fuale. Now, what do they mean by abusive? Are they saying she was being abusive? She, she was hitting them? Or was he hitting her? Was he the abusive one? Having an abusive sexual relationship with the 12-year-old. I want to know what was so abusive about this. Although she might not have appreciated at the time, uh, Laterno realized during her final months that her actions were shameful, the friend said. Is she she really that ashamed? I feel like she really, like... Unless she just felt like, oh, I gotta stick with this because... If I don't, then, like, it'll show I wasn't really in love or something. I I don't know. Was she really that ashamed, though? It seems like it was years. Like, she stopped. I mean, she ended up marrying the dude. Absolutely nothing she did during that stage of her life uh, should ever be emulated, the source said. She understood that more acutely at the end of her life. She felt deep remorse. Letourneau met Fuale. I can't. I mean, I really wish I knew how to pronounce his last name. Fuwaleu, when he joined her second grade class in 1992, but they did not begin their sexual relationship until four years later when he was 12. In 1996, after the school year had ended, the pair enrolled in summer classes at the same community college and began spending more time together. Oh, man. Let's see, what else does this have to say? Um, One day after class, the pair went out for dinner. In a 2018 interview, Fualayu recalled that after the meal, he asked to kiss Laternayu inside her car, which she accepted. That's interesting. Letourneau then had sex with Fualayu. I'm definitely butchering these last names. Uh, with Fualayu, first time later that summer, when her then husband Steve 
Laterna. Let's see. I, I need to try to get this last name down. Laterneu. I'm definitely not saying it right. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, was out of town. The true nature of their relationship was uncovered in February 1997 when Steve Laterneu found love letters that the pair had penned to one another. Well, yeah, let's let's give them some evidence. Why not? He confronted he confronted the twelve year old. He confronted Fayou, demanding he end the relationship. Otherwise, he'd inform his parents. Yeah, I'm going to tell mommy and daddy on you if you don't stop banging my wife. He came to my house and confronted me about it and told me if I don't want my mom knowing about this or anyone knowing about this, he, it was going to end. So the kid at that point was probably like, "No, I want people to know about this. No one believes me." Please tell everyone. Let's see. I was worried about everything about Mary and myself, and I said, okay, I don't want this to get out anywhere. <laughs> sure you did, dude. The fear of my mom's reaction and the thought of everyone being affected by it was one of my biggest fears. So I said, for the better of everyone, okay, it was kind of devastating. However, one of Steve's relatives had already alerted school authorities about their relationship and Laterneu. Uh, was arrested on statutory rape charges shortly after Steve filed for divorce. Oh, man, they got a uh, short video here. Let's see. There's probably going to be a stupid ad or something. I, I'm definitely going to have to play uh, this video, see what it says. Let's see. He received full custody of their four children and moved to the moved the family to Alaska. Damn, he wanted to get real far from that woman. Uh, Laterneu was initially sentenced to three months in jail as part of a plea agreement in November 97, in which she agreed to no longer have any contact with Fualayu. She was pregnant with her former student's child at the time of her conviction. Alright, here's the, uh... Oh, okay, here's the video. Let's see what it says. Oh, come on. Why is it doing this? Come on, play. Thirteen. Mary Kay Letourneau there we did go. the unthinkable when she had sex and a baby with a 13-year-old 6th grade student. People ask how... The unthinkable, I it seems to happen. Husband. How did it turn into romance? And how is it that you two fell in... Now, was she the pioneer of this? It says she did the unthinkable. It seems to happen pretty often. But was she, like, the pioneer in this? Like, was she, like, the first big story to really get out to, like, the mainstream media. And then, you know, other teachers just kind of follow to you, and they're like, you know, I've always thought of that, that myself. Maybe it's not so crazy. On love. Teacher and student, rapist and victim. It's shock value. That's what it was all about. Shock. I call it media carnage. Roadkill. Blood. He was her student in the sixth grade. It's not how it's portrayed sixth grade in the media. When anything developed in our relationship, he was entering the eighth grade. Eight- oh, entering the eighth grade. Come on, that makes it that makes it a lot better. <laughs> Got a freaking fourteen year old instead of a twelve year old. When the boy was thirteen, the relationship turned sexual. Sounds young. I get it. Was young. I get it. Their relationship. Well, at least she gets it. Come on. Relationship has fascinated and horrified the country for the last decade. The age difference, all of that stuff, wasn't going through my mind. A lot of things that should have gone through my mind at the time weren't going through my mind. Everybody wants to hear the story. I really don't want to talk to you. 
whether it's because they want to analyze it or criticize it. 20 years, but it's still there. Boy, that's never going away. How did you not expect that to go away, too? What do you mean? It's still there, like... Oh, man, there's another video here. I want to see what this one says, uh, too. Uh... Man, it's, you know, it's funny. It's like, how would you not know that you're going, like your whole life is going to be changed if anyone finds out and it's going to be changed like, you know, really bad. Like for you, your job, like everything, your whole life is going to be different. You really didn't expect that. Like I know it was the nineties, but were people that stupid in the nineties? Oh, let's see. Here's the video. Oh, the former school teacher was convicted. Of let's start that from the beginning. We're learning that Mary Kay Latorno, the former school teacher who was convicted of raping her student, Billy Falau, and later went on to marry him, has passed away at 58 years old after a secret battle with cancer. Let's go now to Caitlin Becker, who joins us from home in Los Angeles with the latest. So, Caitlin, what did we learn? Well, Jesse, the news came as a big shock. Many people didn't know that Mary Kay Letourneau was even sick. Okay, so it sounds like I got Letourneau right, but Falau is how you said the dude's last name. Could have used that uh, information before. But we've learned that she's been battling colon cancer for nine. Actually, no, I didn't say Laterna. I was saying Laterna. You, I'm a dumbass. Months and had been in hospice care for a final month of her life. Now, Mary Kay Laterno and Billy Falau actually finalized their separation last year, though they never divorced. And Falau had been providing her with 24-hour care before her death. Here's what her friend and attorney David Gurky had to say. He came up the last couple of months, left everything he had down there, and came up just to be with her. And to help her. They loved each other tremendously to the last day. Mary Kay Letourneau is survived by her two daughters, whom she had with Billy Falau, as well as four other children from a previous marriage. And of course, our thoughts are certainly with the family during this very difficult time. Caitlin Becker, thank you. Man, depressing. She lives that crazy life, and then uh, colon cancer takes her out. Well, that's all I've uh, really got about for that article. It's crazy. She apparently seems like, like I said, like the pioneer in this. Like she seems like the uh, first one to, uh, first like female to bang their student. You know, and I don't know who the first male was, but hopefully that guy has rotted in jail. But uh, I swear, I don't know if uh, they've kind of smartened up the guys or what, but I swear I see way more stories now of the female teachers. With the male students, over the uh, male teachers with uh, female students, I guess they know they will like just be killed if they try to do that disgusting uh, bullshit. Okay, well that's really all the uh, topics I got for today. So uh, I am going to um, give Whitney Cummings that call. Just check in the chat real quick. TGYTV Tim Gilby. See you in a bit. All right. Hold on. Let me get this uh, phone set up. And we should be good to go. Talk with her about some uh, pork roll again. Okay, that should work now. Let's see. 
Hey everyone, uh, you have reached Whitney Cummings what? on the Good For You podcast hotline. Leave a message or a question or a statement or a tidbit or a little adorable sentence. I don't know. And I'm going to play it on the podcast. Yo, what up, Whitney? It's Frankie D again. I actually had myself a pork roll and cheese sandwich today. Now, I didn't ask for egg on it. The guy gave me egg on it. I wasn't too happy with it. I didn't feel like egg on it today. Got the salt, pepper, ketchup. Haven't seen you um, call it pork roll yet. A little disappointed in that. I was just talking about this chick, Mary Kay Letourneau. It seems like she was the first, like, you know, big mainstream female teacher to bang her male student. Never even knew that. I see all these stories about these female teachers and their their, uh, male students these days. And I didn't know she was, it seems like she was like the first big one. Did you ever hear about that? I don't know. I, you know, it made some stories. Apparently she died of colon cancer. I'm thinking, however, with all the craziness that happened in her life, she called it pork roll, not Taylor Ham, as you should. All right, you should call it a pork roll. I'll catch you around, Whitney. Peace. Okay. That is it with uh, the show for today. So, if anyone wants to uh, call in, let me know. I'm going to start plugging the show, and then I'm going to end it. Okay, so everyone that's listening on Facebook, uh, not Facebook, <laughs> everyone that's listening on YouTube, subscribe to the Frankie D Show. Smash the subscribe button, ding the bell. Uh, what's the other thing you got to do? Oh, give me the thumbs up. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, wherever, uh, Podbean. Make sure you subscribe to me on there. And if you want to follow the show on social media, at the Frankie D Show. So you just got to remember the Frankie D Show and you will be able to find me. All right, everyone that listened, that gave me the likes, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm going to be heading out now. All right. Thanks again. Peace.